Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's hmm. top of the moment. 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 Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another video. This video, I'm gonna be giving you my 12 favorite comic book cartoons. Don't forget, comic book cartoons means animated shows, animated series. Also, I'm not sticking to anything specific like Marvel only and DC only. I'm gonna branch out and talk about other series as well that are also comic books. Also, you know, beware of spoilers for some of the cartoons I'm gonna announce. So as soon as you see the name of it, if you don't wanna be spoiled about it, I recommend skipping ahead. I'm gonna be starting a list from ranking from number 12 to number one. Now, just because it's number 12 on the list does not mean that I don't enjoy the series. This is still one of my favorite series. It's just number 12 if I had to give you my top 12. Let's just jump into it. So, getting into my number 12 pick. Batman Beyond, January 10th, 1999. Batman Beyond, story about Terry McGinnis, who just so happens to be the clone, somewhat DNA son of Bruce Wayne, takes part in the futuristic city of Gotham. It's a dope story, dope concept. Gives you a really, really 90s feel, especially with some of the grunginess of it, but it's a dope cartoon with a dope concept, and it ties well to a lot of other DCU properties. Is DCU the right? The DC animated universe properties. Sorry, I think that's what I really mean to say. Going to number 11, Static Shock launched on September 23rd, 2000. Static Shock is on this list obviously because it's part of the culture. I know some people may think that it should be higher on the list, but you know, it's a great show. It has a solid two seasons and you know, it definitely shows a lot of the black aspect we weren't getting in a lot of cartoons back in the day. Static Shock is, you know, that black hero that I got to see growing up that I wasn't able to attach to and, re and relate to the same way to others. You know, most of them were white. So getting Static Shock, who was a kid just like me, who also just happened to live in the hood and be a superhero was pretty dope. I definitely think that it's a must watch for anybody who wants to find you know a different type of superhero cartoon for their kids to watch. Static Shock also has some fire guest stars like like I think Little Romeo was an episode and it has Shaq. So Static Shock definitely a must watch. True and yeah, that's pretty true. That's true, and yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, getting into number 10, Justice League slash Justice League Unlimited. Justice League released November 17th, 2001. Unlimited launching later on. It is just an extension of Justice League. And Justice League Unlimited, July 31st, 2004. I think Justice League is a great series for anybody to watch who doesn't know anything about any of the DC superheroes. It is a great animated series that gives you so much backstory and great stories on a multitude of different DC comic book heroes. You get Flash, you get Hawk Girl, you get um, Green Lantern and not Hal Jordan Green Lantern. You get John Stewart Green Lantern. Is it John Stewart? Whatever. You get Martian Manhunter, Flash, one. You get everybody. And honestly, once it expands unlimited, you get a lot more superheroes that you don't even normally even hear of. And also, this series ties into Static Shop and Batman Beyond. Honestly, I feel like this show gives you everything you need when it comes to the DC animated property. Now, getting into my number nine pick, Marvel's What If, launched on August 11th, 2021. Marvel's What If is a great take on the MCU itself. I believe that it gives you all the things that the MCU is afraid to give you in their live action properties, tucked into a, a, a compact set of episodes. You know, you get a dark, gritty feeling and much more realistic and just a lot more violence that takes place and it's much more adult than the animated properties. Also the decisions they make to give the characters kind of a different story and different personalities and switching people around with so many different multiversal options. Honestly it's a great take for me and it's a quick watch. It's really really entertaining. The animation style was a little boggling at first but I got used to it and really enjoyed it a lot. I also don't believe that you need to be fully caught up with the MCU to enjoy this series but it does help. Getting into my number eight pick Spider-Man the Animated 
series. Launched on November 19th, 1994. Spider-Man the Animated Series is a classic. Also, I do think it is the best introduction to Spider-Man and understanding the mythos and his rogues gallery more than any other Spider-Man cartoon. Granted, yes, there's plenty of 60s version of Spider-Man and 70s that has like Iceman and Firestar, I believe, and you can watch those. But Spider-Man the Animated Series introduces you to the even concept of the multiverse itself and the Spider-Verse itself, knowing that there's other Spider-Man out there. Spider-Man the Animated Series is honestly my first real introduction to a lot of Spider-Man's villains, whether it be Dr. Octopus, Green Goblin, the Vulture, the Lizard. Honestly, everybody's here for the party. I mean, the only thing I'll say, it, because of the time and his kid's cartoon, you never see Spider-Man ever actually hit anybody. It's a lot of webbing and a lot of off-screen kind of fighting situations, but those are just little nitpicks. It's not that serious. <laughs> yeah, boy. Now, getting into my number seven pick, X-Men Evolution, launched on November 4th, 2000. X-Men Evolution. Honestly, I feel like it's a series that a lot of people ended up skipping because a lot of people got older when Evolution came out. I think people were put off by X-Men Evolution because they thought it would be a sequel series to the 90s X-Men cartoon. But honestly, X-Men Evolution is a refreshing take on a younger version of those same heroes from the 90s cartoon. Some of the things that I enjoy about X-Men Evolution is this introduction of characters that didn't even exist before, like Spike. Also, the relationship and mentorship that Storm and Wolverine did for people like Jean Grey and Cyclops. And also, we had an introduction to Havoc. Honestly, we got a lot more characters. The Mystique and Rogue relationship that they created, as well as with Scarlet Witch and Pietro and Magneto. Honestly, the Brotherhood of Mutants got a lot of shine in this series as well, which made it even more enjoyable. The only bummer is the ending of the series. Definitely was cut short, I think, due to a cancellation. Nonetheless, I think that anybody who's looking for another good take of X-Men that's not the 90s cartoon should give this a try. Now, getting into my number six pick, Batman the Animated Series. Launched on September 5th, 1992. I wasn't even one years old when this show came out. Batman the Animated Series was playing every night as a kid growing up. It was on Cartoon Network all the time. It was a mixture of watching Batman the Animated Series followed up by Johnny Quest. Batman the Animated Series is probably the pinnacle of Batman animation, honestly. You get that gritty feeling and you get introduced to a great take on Joker played by Mark Hamill. Also, this series is the series that created Harley Quinn. She didn't even exist before it. If you don't watch this series, you're missing out on some good Batman content. You get an iteration of great versions of his rogues gallery. Also, the version of Robin and Nightwing and Batgirl in this, really, really good. Honestly, I think anybody who watches anything DC related had to have watched this show once in their life. All right, so getting into my top five now. Number five, Young Justice. Launched on November 26, 2010. Honestly, a lot of these shows launch in November. They're really heavy on the fall entrance for these comic book shows, huh? Honestly, Young Justice is the hole that I need to fill when Teen Titans ended. Giving you great young renditions of Kid Flash and Robin and Aqualad, who I didn't know anything about before watching this series. Introducing Superboy and Miss Martian, great additions to the team. I enjoyed the animation a lot as well. The first season, honestly, is a masterpiece to me. I think it's perfect. The second season expands the team a little bit more, but it's still enjoyable. And the third season, <sighs> I don't really like to talk about the third season. I'm not a fan. That's some bullshit. I do need to give the fourth season a try. It's out now, and I believe it's on HBO Max, so I'll give that a try soon. But Young Justice is definitely a great show that teaches you a lot about some younger, younger DC characters. Especially the fact that they started introducing other people, like Beast Boy. They also started introducing Static into it, so that's a treat. Now to my number four pick. Neither Marvel nor DC. Invincible. Released March 25th, 2021. Now, if you don't know already, Invincible is an animated series that airs on Amazon Prime. And if you have not seen the Think Mark Think meme, you've been living under a rock. You're fighting so you can watch everyone around you die. Think, Mark, think. 
Invincible is a great series that does a different take on superheroes, which I really, really enjoy. It's very similar to The Boys, which is also on Amazon Prime, but it takes a much more serious and darker take on the superhero world and shows people who are much more corrupt. And it's not all black and white. It might be a little gray. Yes, the violence could get a little bit over the top sometimes, but it's nothing too crazy. Now, I don't want to spoil too much about the series just because it's still fairly new and I want to give time for people to watch it. But Invincible is definitely a top five must watch if you're looking for a different take on superheroes that you're tired of from DC and Marvel. Now, getting into my number three pick. This one is a little slept on and I think anybody should watch it. The Avengers, Earth Mightiest Heroes, September 22nd, 2010, which is convenient because this came out around the same time as Young Justice. The Avengers, Earth Mightiest Heroes cartoon is something I wish everybody watched before they got into the MCU. Okay. Now, if you go back to watching it, I do believe that this will be a refreshing take on the Marvel Universe that you know. Most people are used to consuming the MCU and are used to seeing shows and characters that more resemble the MCU version of them. Whether it be the Disney shows that's released that shows Iron Man being much more similar to Robert Downey Jr. But this series rendition of our heroes, much more different. Whether it be Captain America, Black Panther being a main cast of the Avengers squad, Iron Man, Hawkeye, and Hulk, and Thor. Honestly, it's a great cast. You also get Ant-Man and Wasp, and it gets a lot more darker here. They take on dark storylines that we're not used to seeing in the MCU. And I think that anybody should watch this. You can learn a lot more about different villains, especially people like Kang. And if you are looking forward to learning more about Kang, this is the animated series for you to watch to learn more about Kang. Getting into my number two pick, Teen Titans, launched on July 19th, 2003. What more can I say about Teen Titans? It is the series that connected the most to me growing up. Getting to see a whole bunch of superheroes that are close to me in age do their own thing while being comedic and being serious. Also, the show is heavily inspired with anime properties. And at that time, anime was my shit. Whether it be me watching Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon, or Gundam Wing, anime was where I was at. So Teen Titans not only airing in Toonami, but airing later on on Cartoon Network was a perfect kind of pitch point and perfect storm for me to consume content. I got to learn a lot more about people like Slade Wilson, aka Deathstroke, and learn about Beast Boy, Starfire, and Cyborg. These are characters I had no idea that existed beforehand. You know, before Teen Titans, we had Static Shock, we had Batman Beyond, and Justice League hadn't even switched to Justice League Unlimited yet, so you didn't get a wider range of heroes. So getting Teen Titans was super refreshing. Although I did wish that there would be a crossover with Teen Titans and Justice League, but we didn't get that. But so what? Teen Titans is a much-watched series with great animation, great heroes, great villains, great voice acting. Honestly, it's no misses here. I like it a lot. Now, getting into my number one pick of my favorite comic book animated series. I think you know what it is. Yup, it's X-Men the Animated Series, launched on October 31st, 1992. X-Men the Animated Series to me is the pinnacle of Marvel Animated Series, except for the last season. Let's not talk about the last season. We'll act like it doesn't exist. And if you don't know what I mean, watch <laughs> the last season and then watch a random episode in the middle of the series. And you'll see what I mean. X-Men the Animated Series was my first introduction to X-Men. And honestly, this is where I grew my love for Wolverine. You know, besides playing Marvel's Catcom after the fact. X-Men the Animated Series, it was one point in time where my mom had got me the Phoenix Saga on Blu-ray. Wait, I'm lying. It wasn't Blu-ray. It was DVD because Blu-ray didn't exist at the time. Whatever. There was a point in time when my mom got me the X-Men Animated Series Dark Phoenix Saga on DVD and 
I used to watch that on our computer over and over and over nonstop. This was so long ago, but I used to have that, that saga memorized on the back of my hand like it was nothing. A little rusty now because I'm an old man. This series right here is so good. You learn so much about the X-Men mythos and X-Men characters overall and the wider effect on the bigger Marvel universe. I'm and not also sure I understand. Not only do you get a big team and a big roster introducing you to characters that you're going to be connected to for the rest of your life, but you also get great crossover episodes of people from different Marvel properties. X-Men the Animated Series has not only a great soundtrack, but it has a great voice acting cast. It is the pinnacle of what I understand Storm's voice to sound like and Wolverine's voice to sound like. It's a great series. Honestly, if anybody's looking to get into X-Men or they're looking to know more once the MCU finally gets to expand, you have to have them watch this series. Those are my top 12 favorite comics book cartoons. Let me know if you agree with my list in the comment section below or feel free to let me know what your favorites are in the comment section. If you enjoyed the video, please be sure to hit the like button as well as of course hitting the subscribe button, please. I beg you. Also be sure to hit the notification bell to get notified for every time I put out more content. And on that note guys, enjoy your life. I'm feeling great and feel the vibe. I'm really grateful we alive. And I'm feeling great cause lately I've been on the way to something great. And I feel alive cause I create like every day and I'm on today.